legs. <sighs> Our livers have already been overworked oh, for a year. <laughs> Girl, I'm still, you know, okay, you know when you take vitamins, like your pee is just, it's yeah. got that color and that smell to it. So those, those <laughs> you, <laughs> my pee still has a color, a certain color to it. Not unlike oh. that of, like, a lemon or that bright yellow flower right there. I, I understand completely. Oh my gosh. Remember like one of those first two summers when we hung out and it was just like, it, it was oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my pee every From what I day. remember of that summer, <laughs> I'm just happy if by the end of the day I can pee clear at least once. Yeah. I think those are good goals. Who needs, who cares about psoriasis? But so, it might be because of the vitamins. It might be. Intox detox. I really, I know vitamins definitely yeah, change everything in me. All right, so I didn't know if before you started recording or maybe after. <gasps> the bucket! The bucket. So. Yes. Clapping my kegels. <laughs> Clapping those kegels. Um, I think we mentioned, I don't know if it made the cut in our last episode. I don't remember. About the summer ofs. And we had a summer of buckets, which we barely got to do our summer of buckets. We did one bucket. I, yeah. I think we did. So, well, because all we were doing, all we wanted to do was this. We had just started this. It was new and exciting. It was. I agree. So, I'm going to go back through because there were rules for our bucket. Oh, yes. So, do you want to tell everyone how the bucket came to be while okay. we look for the rules? So, every summer we come up with a list of fun ideas of things that we want to do. And sometimes we had it on, uh, what was it, just two big bright pink pieces of construction paper that we had pinned onto your wall, and every time we did something, we put a check right next to it, and it just got to be so out of control, and poor Gary, because we were so drunk and checking things off, like, I pooped today, we were acting the weirdest shit, and it was getting all over the walls, because we would put our check marks so big <laughs> that they would come out onto your walls of the rental house, like, well, so that was fun, and then the next summer, what did we do? We did something different, where we still wrote down ideas, I think so, but this one, we have a bucket, or Oh, it's, it's full of buffalo wild... Oh, here's the rules. Okay. Okay. So, and then I found the rules on my phone, too. We were this at is, happy hour one day, yeah. and we were trying to think of our new theme, and we decided to choose your own adventure. One napkins that we wrote ideas on and crumpled up and put them in here. Yes. And it's um uh, like a beach bucket. It's for sand, like we, with a little scooper. We got it from like a Dollar Tree. <laughs> we're allowed to avoid one pool per thing. We have to agree on it. Um, we can veto stuff because of weather, hangovers, <laughs> outside influences. There's a penalty of for $5. two voids, and that's five. We have to each pay $5. <laughs> and we actually do have, like, um, a club thing. Like, it reminds me of Babysitter's Club, like, where you put your money together. God, yes. Because that's what's, like, today I was thinking we should do the bucket because I found the envelope of money in the bag where I keep all the podcasting stuff. We had to put some uh, dollar penalties in there last year, too. Yeah, work penalties. We've been way better about it oh, this God, year. Oh, yes. No talking about work. Yes. And we also have uh, broke modifications. So, like, if we pull something and because we don't have the money to do what we pull, yes. we can make modifications based on that. And were we there... don't get paid until tomorrow. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so nothing super expensive. So um, were there any other rules on there that I missed? Um, no, just a really cool Valentine's card with a narwhal, a jellyfish, and a pirate ship looking at a scoop of me. Oh, I like it. <laughs> All right, so why don't you do the, the honors? Oh, I feel, I feel like, okay, we should both pull, okay. and then we'll read them, and then we'll figure it out. Okay. okay. Well, because, you know, we haven't done this. So we, I know. Uh, 
I think we should both get that. I'm going all the way down to the bottom. Oh, I love it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Got mine. It's like Christmas morning. It is like Christmas. This is fun. Except I don't know what's in here. I know. <laughs> These napkins are. Oh my god, they're so old. They're falling apart. They are. Gonna fall apart. All right. What did you have? Try something new. Each person picked something to do that they've never done before. Alternate or alternate areas. Well, there's a lot of rules on here. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Um. What the fuck? Okay. It says one. It's a list. We made a list. Food. We can make a lot of lists. And then it said person one. Two, activity, person two. Three, drink. Per- what? You know what this is based off of? Sunday fun day from You're the Worst. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh. Yes, food, activity. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. We built that one based yep. off of that episode. Um, Mine's really lame compared to yours. What's that? <laughs> Nature Trail. <laughs> oh God. That's not happening today. Okay, we're going to do something new. Okay. Okay. All right. So we have to do what? We have to... What's the weather like? The Wait. Wh- okay. So we have to do nice. a new food... Okay, a new food. Wait, why do we have person one, two, three, and four? Well, because we used to have a lot more people we used to hang out with. That's kind of slowly dwindled over the years. As we, you know, I look at it this way. As we get older and we decide what we like and we know and what we, we don't like. like. Yeah, yeah. And like what we want to do and what we don't want to do. Kind of. And a lot of people that we know have their kids right now since the yeah. summer. And we all know how that experience went yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Okay, so we need a new food, a new activity, a new drink, and a wild card. Okay, so new food. Have you been to the New Mexican place? Nope. New all food. right, we got new okay. food. Um, new activity. Wait, we're going to do all of these things today? Yeah. So Holy well, shit. Who's so, driving? <laughs> well, I can drive. So yeah. we're sticking beachside. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so something. New activity. So, what does that mean? We, oh, I have scooters. We can ride scooters oh there. Can we actually ride in there? Yeah. Okay. Or we could try. I mean, it's a new activity. <laughs> I haven't tried them. I bought them by the garage sale and never used them. I'm just flashing back to that time that we rode bicycles. <laughs> and my handlebars kept falling down. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot of fun times. <laughs> a new drink. New, uh, there's drinks there. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. so we'll just. And then a wild card. Optional. And then Let's play by ear. And we'll play. That's a wild card. Let's see how wild we're feeling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. What All are we right. doing, Faith? Um, after we do them, I guess they're out, right? Yes. So should we put yours back in? I mean, <laughs> nature trail. <laughs> I mean, we can. I, I'm not against nature trail. I think we, we try to put healthy things and like things that were, didn't involve drinking but could involve drinking. Yes. Or other activities. Oh, silly us. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, ambitious hey. us. I like it. Good. All right. That, so that's how we opened up 22. <laughs> All right. 22 is going to be a great year. And now I'm going to tell you a story about nightclub secrets. Ooh. Speaking of drinks and drinking and fun adventures. So the actress in mine is also someone who's been in a lot of Lifetime movies. And I just pulled up a picture. I know you recognize this face right here. Yes. Okay. So a lot of the actresses in this one. So there's our main character. The actress's name is Kate Mancy. Okay. And then her sister, her and her sister. Like her real sister? Well, in the movie. Oh, okay, okay. The character's sister and her look so similar. And there's also uh, these two guys who 
I confused them so much because I just got tired of going back in my notes and fixing who was who. So I'm going to say it was one person when really it's someone else of whatever. We so accept it. They all. Okay. Change approved. Now, most of the guys in here, except for the one guy that they wanted to obviously make just really sleazy looking, okay. were actually pretty attractive. Nice. And except for the guy, the main character that you want to hate. They made him handsome enough because like he's such a dick that he had to be handsome to do what he did. Okay. But you hate him, and so they made sure to cast someone not as hot as everyone else. Oh. Everyone else, really hot. See, I seriously think Lifetime has some of the best casting directors. But these two guys look so similar. Like, they came from the same Kendall mold. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, The chiseled jaw. Oh, the chiseled jaw where you could just break your fist on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the cops. I'm, I'm now on violent from the cops movie. <laughs> is like the, at least for the first half of the movie and then like I just started to get into what was actually going on and not so much the music but okay. it is so dramatic really oh constant just loud like almost to where you can't even hear what they're saying just Oh, damn. <laughs> Escalating in volume, just taking over. So they would not let you not notice the music. Oh, so, no. At least I noticed it so much that I put it in my notes. Um, we open with, underlined, very dramatic music playing. <laughs> and so the camera, the lifetime cameraman, amazing. Amazing. Just, you know, flashing, flashing, flashing. We're outside. It's dark out. We don't quite know where we are yet, but first we flash to an empty bottle of champagne with a bunch of empty champagne flutes, and then we flash around and we just see, you know, empty rocks glasses, a tipped over empty bottle of tequila, like all... Good fucking party. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I'm already... And I'm watching this. I just got home this morning from my trip where I just drank all the alcohol last night and, you know... Intox detox saved my life, yeah. but I'm still just like trying to be a living person. And I'm seeing all this at 7:30 in the morning, going, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I could start again." Yeah, and I am. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so we're flashing from shot to shot to shot outside in this really nice, big, fancy party pergola. Okay. Um, at first you thought maybe it was a catered event, but it's just this person's fucking house. Wow. This party house. So they have this whole outside area. This beautiful pergola covered in drapes and everything, and there's tables, and it's a party area. Yeah. So there's empty champagne flutes, empty rock glasses, just empty bottles. I hope they took their pills. <laughs> <laughs> so our main character, oh, sorry, one of our main characters, there's two. Um, Rachel is not the one that I showed you. She's the sister. Okay, but she looks a lot like she the one looks you a lot like okay. the, our main main character. So a pretty brunette, and then I put her name, Rachel, she comes out, she's running out of the house, and you think someone's chasing her by the way she's turning and running around, but no one ever comes out. Okay. So then she runs, and she hides behind one of the big, huge pillars of the pergola, and she's looking towards the house like someone's going to be coming after her. So we start right away with the action. I love that. So she's hiding, and then she glances the one unopened bottle that's sitting there, and it's a bottle of 151 rum, and she grabs that shit. She's ready to hit someone with it. Oh, God, yeah. So you're thinking, oh, my God, she's going to die. She stepped down the hiding. She's coming to get the bottle. Probably, okay. like, for self-defense. And that's yeah. when, you know, normally the moment that they come out of hiding is when they get snatched. Yeah. And then it goes black. Yep. That didn't happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. So, no, she just grabs it. Okay, so then you hear her voiceover as she picks up a piece of paper and she starts writing a note. She's writing a suicide note. Oh, shit. And so her voice is saying, you know, it had to be done. It's best for everyone involved, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and then she opens up the bottle of rum and she starts pouring the alcohol all over everything, all over the grass, all over the rattan furniture, all over all the wooden tables, the wow. um, pergola. Yeah, the curtains and everything. Okay. She just douses it in alcohol. Wow. And um, she lights. Okay, so you've been to one of the clubs where they bring you the bottle service with the sparklers? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what this whole movie's about. The club service? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. I, yes. So, I think that was gently confused and surprised. <laughs> this movie was so appropriate for me watching it. So she lights a sparkler, puts it in a half-empty champagne bottle that's like linked to all these other empty bottles and... Like a Fourth of July sparkler. Like she's trying to make um, a Molotov cocktail. Oh, okay, all right. So she lights the sparkler and she drops the bottle into where she poured all of the accelerant. Okay, one fifty one. Everything exactly. (laughs) Everything lights on fire. She calmly sits down in a chair. You get a flash of the back of her head, the dark curly hair, as she gets engulfed with flames. Damn, bitch is hardcore. And she's just calmly sitting there, burning to death. I mean, we kind of do that in the sun when we get a tan, but damn. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we flash to the detectives coming and letting mom know that Rachel is dead. And again, I even wrote all caps. There's the most dramatic music. This is the scene where the volume of the music actually almost overtakes them comforting her and her screaming and falling to the ground and clutching at their legs. Oh, wow. It's intense. So, okay. So, very dramatic. She is so dramatic. And so, as she falls to the ground at their knees and they're comforting her, you flash over to pictures of Rachel when she had her diploma and her cap and then her cheerleading uniform. She was such a cute little thing. went wrong. Everything. (laughs) Okay. So, our main, main girl is the one I showed you. Her name is Zoe. Zoe. Okay. Ooh, is this the secret life of Zoe? Yes. How did you know? I almost watched that one. This is the Nazis, Secret Life of Zoe, and the Sparklers. (laughs) So she's a teacher, a high school teacher, and she's lecturing her high school. um, I'm assuming it's a writing class, but I think later on, because she's so, so obnoxious with her whole reading thing later on. Um, she's, I thought it was a writing class, but it's like high school lit. So she's okay. giving this assignment. She's giving this perfect speech. Everyone is just fully engaged and paying attention. Oh, yeah. And this bitch had her lesson plan so timed out that the moment the words left her mouth of, and your assignment is blah, 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 the bell rings. Oh, she is on point. This is not her first rodeo. She is a very, they want you to know she is very type A uptight. Like everything yeah. is immaculate. Okay. And that comes into play later. Oh, Okay. So, um, unlike her sister, unlike her sister, (laughs) although again, impressive sitting while you burn to death. I mean, if that's not type A, I don't know (laughs) what is. So she goes to check her voicemail. The kids walk out of the room and she gets a voicemail from her mom because her sister just died. The mom just got told that the sister was dead. It just said, you know, something about Rachel, call me back. Okay. So she goes (laughs) to call her mom back and you can tell right away. Lifetime wants you to know that they have a strained relationship. The mom and the daughter? Uh Yes. So she calls her mom back, and she gets the news, and she goes to visit her mom. And she's sitting there, and she walks up to her old childhood house, and she's just mentally bracing herself to deal with her mother. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. So this is where everything goes wrong. (laughs) Oh, so many ways. So she finally goes in to deal with her mom, who she really doesn't want to see. Um, And, by the way, this is perfect beautiful lifetime like landscaping uh, i did not see any garages though 
No, but it's okay. The landscaping also is just like the double doors, just everything. Middle aged woman porn. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, we just dream of these things. Okay, so also her mom lives alone. There's no dad involved whatsoever. He's never even mentioned. Um, I don't know how she has this house because she doesn't work ever. Like you never see her going to work. She doesn't have a job, but she's got this beautiful mansion. Yeah. I mean, it's lifetime. She's probably a candle maker. <laughs> probably. Only yeah. on the side. Just Only on the side. Yeah. Just as a hobby, but she did so good at it. You know, she only has to do but it. She doesn't want to go too big and sell out on her passion. No. She just keeps it on the side. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the pressure of the other one that burned herself to deal death could not deal with anymore. That's exactly why she did it. <laughs> okay. So we did, <laughs> Yes. Yay. So we're at the Lifetime McMansion where mom lives. Um... Okay, mom, as soon as she, Zoe, walks in, mom is sitting there just, of course, her daughter just died, just drinking vodka, just chugging vodka. She looks haggard as fuck. Again, her daughter just died. Yeah, everyone grieves differently. This is her character. Yeah. So they want you to know right away, she is the drunk. She's the lush. She can't yeah. handle her shit. She's is this just, why she was falling on their feet earlier? Probably. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> This woman drinks in almost every single scene, and it's always just, like, the cheap store brand, like, green alcohol that she pours in her glass. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And always, like, the label is always just, like, really big vodka. (laughs) (laughs) That's not water. This bottle had a red label, red and white label, and it just said vodka in big letters. Like, what's his name? The happy face killer would have labeled it. Yes. So she's chugging vodka. Zoe walks in. She's looking like really shitty. Mom bursts into tears. Um, she's saying, you know, there's no way that she would actually commit suicide. This is wrong. Not her. It's that bad boyfriend of hers. Oh. Uh, that bad boyfriend. He was so bad for her. And Zoe's like, oh, you're drinking so early. <laughs> like, fuck you. And Judgment. she's like, my daughter just died. But you get the hint that it's like an underlying issue. Yeah. This isn't her First time her mom's been drinking this yes. early. So she's saying she didn't commit suicide. She didn't commit suicide. And Zoe's saying, Mom, you don't know You don't know what went on in her life. Like, she was unhappy. It happened. Don't dwell yeah. on it. You need to move on. Okay. So Mom passes out in the next scene. <laughs> Good for Mom. Um, and she shoved this case file that the cops gave her about her daughter's case. For okay. some reason, they just put it out there and gave it to her. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. I didn't know that was, yeah. Hey, lifetime. So she's reading through the case file. Mom's passed down because she was drinking some vodka. She goes to unpack in her old room. And again, the camera pans, and you see pictures of her and her sister and their best friends together. They're wearing matching T-shirts that have a yin and a yang. And one says, she's my yin, and she's my yang. (laughs) We're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's that cheesy, yeah. But that comes into play later, too. Okay. Okay, so Zoe goes to... So, okay, she wakes up the next morning. She's making her coffee. Mom's already drinking. She's drinking <laughs> gin this time. Oh, so mom switches and it up. They let you know because it's <laughs> gin. Mom does not discriminate. I like this mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, so she's like, what can I do to help? Just very curt, very forward, very let's get this done. I will help handle her affairs, and I'm out of here. Okay. Back to life. So she says, well, can you inform her place of work? Um, you know, that she, this has happened, so they're not sitting there waiting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, remember how I said everything was about the sparkly bottle? Yes. Very big, high-end club. Oh, okay. Yes. So, she pulls up to this really fancy, posh nightclub, and she steps onto the car and looks around. There's these hot, hot girls walking into auditions to be bottle girls. Ooh. And 
we immediately walk past the sleaziest guy, and he's in a tracksuit. That was the boyfriend. And he's got a corn stash. No. Nope. Oh. And he's got yellow tinted glasses. <laughs> <laughs> the sleaziest. Oh, I love it. A lifetime sleazy is the best oh my kind God. of sleazy. <laughs> they really, really want you to know. Yeah. Like, he's basically a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> he's the guy you would see outside, like, the bowling alley with a pack of cigarettes hanging on his shirt pocket. Like, the velour jogsuit. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think this one was more of, like, a cotton one. He okay. was, he just, he was so rich, and he was a club, you know, he's yeah. a promoter. He doesn't care. He doesn't have to dress nice. He doesn't. Just, like, some ratty-ass shit he threw on. Yeah. He's like, what? I look good. <laughs> I got enough money, you'll tell me I look good. Uh huh. So, um, Zoe walks in, and there's this really douchey manager who's monologuing pretty much just to hear himself talk. <laughs> He's interviewing a bunch of hot girls who all want to be bottle girls. And she interrupts his speech and walks right up, and he looks at her clothes and he says, Um, we're hiring bottle girls, not housekeepers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, perfect little teacher. Hey, that's exactly <laughs> there. Okay, so she is dressed so frumpy and so buttoned up and everything. Like, they really want you to know that she is just the biggest prude. Okay, I'm excited because it seems like we're going to see her loosen up and go undercover later. Oh, we just might. <laughs> we might because I think. If they make them look that frumpy at the yes. beginning, you know there's always a slut scene. Like, yes. there's always, like, they can't make them frumpy all the time. There's going to be so yeah. many. <laughs> Especially with an actress that hot, right? Yeah. Because she wants to show off those abs, which, by the way, holy shit. Seriously, can we get the same trainers that the Lifetime actresses have? Like, I, I think they have to pay for it because they don't pay enough for the actresses <laughs> to get their own trainers. Probably have one on yes. staff. That would be amazing. All right, so blah, blah, blah. Okay, so he, he talks shit about her clothes. She ignores it. She wants to get her shit done and leave. And, she, you know, she's like, I'm above this guy, whatever. Her moral compass. Yeah. She's on her high horse right now. Like, so oh, I bet he can't even write a five-paragraph essay. Oh, my, okay, so <laughs> it hasn't come to it yet, but, oh, my God, she references everything that's going on to these true crime no novels that she reads for fun okay. as a guilty pleasure, like what I like to read just to read. Uh -huh. It's her guilty pleasure in between reading the classics of literature. Oh, literature. literature. I like how you say it. It's literature. It's literature. <laughs> With our champagne. <laughs> so she's like, okay, look, I'm here about my sister. She used to work here. I just want to let you know that she's dead. Uh, <laughs> she's not going to be showing up to work here anymore. Um, luckily, you're hiring some new bitches, I guess. Yeah. So, okay, he's like, oh, well, here's her stuff, like her purse and shit. Like, why so would that she be there? She's at a locker. Yeah. So you're thinking, Okay, hold on. She committed suicide. Like, why wouldn't you bring your purse to do that? But because she's a true crime sleuth. Yeah, she's a murderino. <laughs> she is a murderino. Oh, when did oh, was that trademarked? <laughs> Only in Canada. Only in Canada. <laughs> oh, thank goodness we can use it. So he's like, and here's her final paycheck. And so she opens the envelope, and her eyes get big, and she's like, oh, she makes. What did she say? Rach was doing well. She says, man, this is way more than I make as a teacher. Well, duh. Yeah, no shit. Uh, if you were the housekeeper at that place, I'm pretty sure you make more than you did as a teacher. The housekeepers at that place probably, like, squeegee up semen all the time. It's one of those places. Oh, my God. They have a bathroom. Oh, okay. So, as soon as he hears that she's a teacher, he's like, oh, you're a teacher. Oh, you should come work here. That'd be really hot. You're, like, a nice teacher by day. And then you're a sexy bottle girl at night. What do you think? I think that we can redo this look of yours. And she's like, mm, no. And she leaves. Okay. 
But they got in her head. But she'll be back. <laughs> okay. Yes. So she gets home. Uh, she gets in a fight with mom. Blah, blah, blah. It's very, very... They're, they're fighting all the time. So does mom like drink clear um, liquors? Yes. Okay. So she's drinking gin again now. Okay. Uh, every scene, she's got, like, this wine glass, and like, a stimulus wine glass in her hand, but it's always just full of vodka or gin. Nice. I think she drank champagne once, too. <laughs> Ooh. That was when she was celebrating. She was celebrating. Literature. <laughs> so uh, she's day drinking some gin. Mom is saying, you know, Rachel didn't leave this suicide note. Okay, this fucking journal. So Rachel's journal, her diary, she pulls out the diary, and she's comparing the handwriting in the diary to the uh, handwriting on the suicide note that, for some reason, the cops gave her. <laughs> yes. Instead of putting in, like, evidence. What a, and she's a handwriting analysis expert now, which doesn't even hold up in court, right? Okay, but I mean, it does look similar, though. She's okay. just reaching. So she's like, look at this, look at this. This doesn't look anything like her handwriting. And Zoe looks at it, and she's like, Mom, it looks exactly the same. You're drinking again. You're just drunk. You're just trying to rationalize things. Just let it go. She's gone. You can't bring her back, whatever. So she grabs the journal, and she storms off to her room, and she sits down to read it. And um, she flashes back to... Or no, she's reading where Rachel wrote, my sister's sending me these books again. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> she doesn't know, but I'm not going to read them. I don't know what she, she escaped through her books. I escaped through clubbing. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. So she's reading her sister talking shit about her pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. She said, Ned. Okay. So they hold the funeral service um, in mom's beautiful big backyard because the priest wouldn't hold it at church because she committed suicide. Mm, that was like a big thing. Um, mom, of course, is just completely shit-faced this whole time. Uh, this man approaches Zoe, and he says, there's something that you should know about the night of Rachel's death. And then they get interrupted by drunk mom sitting there screaming and causing a scene. She's yelling at another guy, the bad boyfriend. Okay. So this is the first time we're meeting bad boyfriend. This is the first time we're meeting. And he's someone that you love to hate. So he's okay. handsome, but he's not super, super handsome. Okay, so... I think I'm confused. So, so right now, it's bad boyfriend, m- drunk mom. Bad boyfriend's friend is the one who approached her. Okay, and told her that the sister. Okay. Yes. So bad boyfriend's friend is saying, you know, there's something you should know. And then it gets interrupted by mom kicking bad boyfriend out, screaming at him to leave. Everyone's holding her back. How dare you come here? She's throwing her bottle at him and flailing her arms around. So did the sister live at the mom's yes. house? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So unfortunately, before... They can tell her anything. They both leave. Mom kicks them out. All right. So Zoe gets, or I guess she's already home. Mom passes out. <laughs> Again. I mean, damn, she has a system. The woman works by a schedule. She's a type A alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, I've been taking a lot of afternoon naps and drinking my evening wine. Yeah. My breakfast wine. I think that's important. <laughs> I mean, it's good to have a routine even when you're off. Thank you. Yeah. I agree. All right, so mom passes out. Zoe's reading more of the diary, which is just constant. Everything is about the diary. It's like her secret weapon. Okay. Um, so she's reading about how Rachel has been hanging out with her billionaire client, whose name is Richie. Ooh, Richie That's Rich. bad boyfriend. She's like, and of course his name is Richie. Yeah, he's Richie Rich. Oh, he is. She says that he's got a billion-dollar party house that's just for his parties. Score. And she's like, oh, I know that he has a wife, but, you know. <laughs> but he has a billion or a million dollar party house. I mean, mm, yin yang. <laughs> and so as soon as she writes about meeting this guy that she's falling for, Richie, the billionaire, 
who's cheating on his wife and she feels bad but not too bad, then she turns the page and the back pages are torn out and she can't oh, see how it ends. Damn. Shady. Yes. Okay, so the detective come by again. Mom had called saying that that guy, Larry, who had come up and said there's something that you need to know, okay, had come up and said that to her as well. And then that's when Zoe's like, wait a minute. He came up to my mom. He also came up to me. Maybe there is something going on. All right. Um, and then they're going to try and track down Larry and see what it is. But the detectives say, oh, is this Larry, Larinold, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they Larry show the Pearl's picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they show the picture of his face. She's like, yes, that's him. We need to contact him. He's got information. Oh, well, he was just found face down in his pool. <gasps> he drowned this morning. Oh, damn. Yes. Covering evidence. Snitches get stitches. They do. They do. Or learn how to talk faster, Larry. Exactly. Or ignore your mom. She's going to cause a scene all the time. Yeah. Listen to what this guy has to say and then go get your mom off yeah. ex-boyfriend. Exactly. Let them have fun. <laughs> it's not their fault. It is. I agree. Larry had to get murdered. <laughs> Damn it, Larry. Fucking Larry and Debbie. <sighs> They're the worst. <laughs> so Zoe finally starts to piece it together and believe her mom because Larry came up to her like, hey, maybe this really is something. Maybe she didn't commit suicide. Um, but then she still, like, questioning herself, like, you know, she was depressed. Because she was going through a lot of shit. Okay. Um, so what she says to her mom is, look, I believe you. Something is wrong here. The answers must be in those missing diary pages. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, okay, um, her mom is sipping, she's back to vodka on this time. Oh, and they're bonding. This is their first real bonding moment. Ooh. They, they're looking through the diary for clues together. Aww. So, hearts, yeah, working together, <laughs> they're gonna solve some murder. Yeah, <laughs> so Zoe goes to the nightclub that her sister was a bottle girl at, and she's just sitting in the parking lot. She's still buttoned up tight, um, her hair's like all up and everything, and she's spying on Richie. And he's a big shot there, like, he's a big client there. Oh, okay. so he gets driven up in his like Escalade or whatever, and the driver comes and lets him out. You can tell right away he's like they're the big client, yes. Oh, okay. So as she's spying on him and creeping on him, she looks over to another car, and there's another guy spying and creeping on him. But this guy, they want to let you know right away that he's a private investigator yeah. or something because his camera has, like, all the lenses. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, he's sitting in his car, maybe from, like, me to, I don't know, the door that's maybe 50 feet over there. But he's got to have such a telephoto lens on his camera. So that's how they let you, the viewer, know that he's yeah. legit P.I. Yes. He needs to see those pores. <laughs> So I never got his name. I just call him the P.I.Q. Perfect. He's, oh, he's cute too? Oh, he's one of the ones that I said had a doppelganger. He's the guy who I get confused with another guy. Okay. Let me, let me do um, a prediction. So he's the one that's like, they meet up because they see each other spying on the same person. And then he's like, let's try something. He puts down her hair, opens up a few buttons. Oh, and all of a sudden... She's sexy. And then if she goes in and spies. That's how, you know what? Gosh, that would be a really good movie. <laughs> okay. And if he, he would look great with his shirt off, they could do it right there in his car. They well, could take pictures. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking that far. I thought she was <laughs> going to be a spy, but. No, no. Uh, um, so she, she, of course, because she's a little miss go-getter, um, little miss on her horse. So she gets out of her car. She comes over and she knocks on his window. <laughs> she totally confronts him. Didn't I see you at Rachel's funeral? He's like, yeah, I knew her, and I know her friend that you're spying on. He calls her out. Yeah. And then he's like, and now I'm rolling up my window, and I'm leaving. Okay. And then he just left. He's like, bye. Yeah, he drives away. But your idea would have been way better mm -hmm. if they teamed up. 
So Zoe learns about the sleazy club promoter. She's reading the diary, but you can hear Rachel's voice. Uh, in Rachel's diary entry, she's saying, there's a sleazy club promoter, Lolo, and that's how you get in. That's how you get access into working for the club. You've got to go through this promoter. And so she's thinking, all right, I'm going undercover. <laughs> I've got to go through Lolo. Lolo. Is he the guy with the lizard glasses? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so Lolo is the sleazy club promoter that, according to the diary, you have to go through. You've got to get through Lolo to his get pants. in the club. Yes, you've got to get all through his pants. <laughs> Just gotta get in there with your teeth, like <laughs> probably <laughs> get stuck in that pubic hair. <laughs> he uses social media to like get these hot girls, and he reaches out. And as soon as he gets them to commit, he tries to tell them that you know I'm gonna get you into modeling okay. and acting, and he's preying on those young girls who want to get into that sort of career. Yeah. And instead, he's funneling them into working for him and his boss at the club, being bottle girls. Okay. And Which is kind of code for being sex workers yes okay and so she walks in and she gets to his house she's got a four o'clock appointment to audition yeah and the front door is open and she's like walk she lets herself in she's walking around and she approaches him just like taking all these pictures of this hot girl Ooh. she's posing for him all sexy yeah he's like let's try one without your shirt <laughs> but this girl gives her a look like a fuck you bitch look. yeah i'm here you needs to get to step in that's her modeling career on the line yeah so, I'm okay. going to suck all the dick to get the <laughs> oh, show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like she pretty much was wiping it off her face. <laughs> so he's photographing this chick, um, and she's like, this is the first time. So she's still dressed really prude. Okay. There's like one button unbuttoned, <laughs> but it's still the collar and the button. So yeah. her hair's still up, and she walks up, and she's trying to, you can see her, I'm going to be sexy. And so she strikes a pose. I'm here to audition. She gets really flirty, and... He's like, mm, I don't think so, teacher. You're like, you're a librarian, right? She's like, oh, I'm a teacher, not a librarian. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I love literature. Literature. <laughs> I must educate about it, not just read about it. <laughs> oh, and she does. <laughs> so she, he's like, uh, I'm sorry, you can't come work for the club. Well, she's like how would I prove myself? How about I get an invite to one of your famous parties? And so he hands her a flyer. He's like, here, we'll see if you're really all you say. Okay. So now she goes home and her and mom have another bonding moment. Oh. They help dress her up. in That's a, slutty. <laughs> well, for her. Okay. Like, it's slutty, but it's, it's also, more like classy slut. It's really tight. So it's two pieces. Okay. It's like a little short dress that's really tight. But it's still down, like, half her thigh. Okay. And then there's a little bit of midriff that you can see, and then there's a top that zips up, and it's no cleavage, so. Right. But she's got some nice abs. But for her, it's really slutty. Okay. So it's tight, form-fitting. And she's wearing heels, Ooh. and she, like, is stumbling around in them because <laughs> mom's trying to help her be sexy. Because yes. she doesn't know. <laughs> she's, she's still so good. Here, try some of this gin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, if only she had just taken a sip, she might have. Pulled it off. Oh. Okay, so um, mom and her are having a bonding moment. She's letting it up. She's going to this party. Oh, my gosh. So she gets to this party, and she is just so awkward. Like, everyone's trying to give her drinks and dance with her, and she's just, oh, oh, don't touch me. Just oh, acting. my gosh. Oh, she's so awkward. Yeah. So she freaks out when this guy comes up behind her and starts to dance on her, and you see his hand brushing up her arm and everything, and she just freaks the fuck out. And then she just bolts out the door to her car. Ooh, which boyfriend date raped her? <laughs> so well, they never get into it. Yeah, but there's something there. Oh, I'm sure. That or she's just, like, super virgin. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's beyond that. <laughs> Either way, she she needs to let loose. So she yeah. runs to her car, and then she's about to leave, but she gives herself a pep talk with another guilty flashback of her coming to visit her mom and Rachel, who live together, and um, her saying, I just can't handle her. That lady, she's so self-centered. She's such an alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm leaving. And Rachel's like, please, can I come with you? And she's like, no, that's un- unrealistic. Oh. And so now she's guilty. She's like, this happened because I couldn't get around with this life. So she... She gets herself together, and she goes back in, and she walks right up to that guy, grabs the solo cup out of his hand, chugs the drink, and starts grinding on him. Hi! (laughs) She got her big girl panties on. This is when she finally gets a little bit cool. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a tad. Okay, so everyone's, like, snorting lines of coke, and, like, they want you to know how wild this party is. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, they do a close-up of, like, dollar bills and 20s out on the table and lines and lines of coke, and they want you to know. So, I guess... What she was trying to do is impress him enough to get an invite to the actual club to be, you know, just not even working there, just going there, just to kind of get in. Um, so she's dancing with this guy. He's like, oh, have you ever been to, I don't know, insert foreign country? You love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't. Wherever your heart desires. Exactly. Oh, you would love the beach there, blah, 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 blah. So um, what's his name? The creepy promoter guy, Lolo. Creeper speaker? Uh, he looks over, and you can see him giving an, an approval nod of, yeah. okay, she's, this is good. She's cool. She's slutty enough. His hands are all over her. She's letting it happen. All right, and that's when he makes the announcement. Promoter approves. Okay, so he brings them all to the club. He's like, hey, okay, it's time. Let's go to the club. And they get there, and he's like, all right, welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one liner. And everyone is so impressed. And so she's trying to impress him. She wants to get access and, like, look around the club where her sister works. And, like, get. she notices that there's a back curtained off area. Okay. So she's trying yeah. to blend in. She's so not, like, she's not a good dancer. <laughs> Everyone's dancing all sexy, and, like, she's so awkward. And uh, people are coming up, and guys are trying to put the moves on her and, like, put their hands all over her. And finally, she freaks out again. All right. Well, she handled it for a second She there. did. So then she um, she runs away from him. Oh, my gosh. So they've got a fog light, and the fog gets so thick. You can see flashes of his hands on her, flashes of her starting to not like it. And then the fog comes in a flash, and this guy is looking so confused. Like, where'd she go? That's hilarious. <laughs> Only Lifetime could pull that shit off. So she's trying to sneak back behind the curtain, and the sleazy promoter Lolo and the bouncer won't let her go. So we know that there's something behind that curtain. Okay. So um, Zoe goes back again to the club the next morning. This time she's like, fuck it. I'm not just going to get in that club. I'm going to work for that club, and I'm going to figure out what's going on. All right. So she's going to interview to be a bottle girl. (laughs) Um, Oh, good for her. Now, she's still acting super nerdy, and she's, like, trying, but she's still looking, like, compared to all the other girls standing there. Yeah. She just doesn't look like she makes the cut. No. No. (laughs) So the manager is doing his monologue again, whatever. He's telling all the girls, like, to be a bottle girl means blah, 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 whatever. Um, And then she she says that she's applying. He's, like, really skeptical. He's like, really? You? (laughs) librarian exactly (laughs) so she tries to lay the guilt trip she's like oh I'm obviously not fooling him that I'm going to be sexy and shit like I want to do it in honor of my sister Rachel okay and he shuts it down he's like yeah no sorry not happening and so then you get a flashback in her mind of her reading her sister's journal in her sister's journal it says now there is one way to get hired you've got to go through the manager Mickey but if Mickey doesn't approve (laughs) it's it's like the diary is literally her key on how she does everything like it's a resource of how to be a model girl like that's all she wrote about (laughs) yes wow you know I'm not that jealous of her life anymore (laughs) 
So she's reading and it says, ultimately, the bottle girl hiring process comes down to the owner, Percy. Okay. So she's like, fuck, Percy's behind the curtain. I've got to get Percy, who's a female. All right. So a female club owner. Okay. Okay. So she's like, I've got to get Percy's attention. This is my last shot. So she throws the biggest, loudest temper tantrum ever. Damn. She's like, I'm taking a scene from my mama. I just <laughs> wanted to. I, I lost my sister and I have nothing. How can you, I, I need this. And she's just screaming. How does that get you bottle girl? Well, <laughs> it does. <laughs> because they have like drama. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because if you have drama, you have passion. Yes. And if you have passion, you're artistic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Percy comes swooping out, and um, Zoe pitches herself to her. She's like, look, you know, I want to feel close to my sister. I have nothing. Female to female. Like, I, I know. So Percy agrees. She's like, I will let you try it out for one night, but don't ever pull the female card again. Oh, damn. Because she's a woman of power, and she's she doesn't want to be seen as a woman. She just wants to be seen as a business owner. Okay. As she should. Yes. So she's like, don't ever pull that female shit on me again. But damn. try her out tonight. Okay. So she fumbles her way through her first night selling bottles and getting groped by guys. She's awkward, but she does well enough to get the approval of the one girl who's training her, and um, the owner actually says, you know, you're doing pretty well. All right. And um, this is when we see our private investigator, Cutie. So he comes by, and he puts a napkin down in front of her, and it's got a yin-yang on it. Damn. He's like, I know you and your sister have matching shirts. (laughs) Yes. And so she looks down at the napkin placed in front of her, um, and then it's got a yin-yang, and then a drink gets set on it, and she looks up at Percy, and she just, like, lets it go. Okay. She forgets about it. So um, then after she is done talking to the owner who said, you know, you did a pretty good job, keep it up, whatever, she follows behind the curtain where the private investigator walked. And this is what's called the VIP bottle girl area. Oh, right. So she gets caught by the VIP bottle girl in there, um, and she gets kicked out. Oh. She's not allowed back there at all. They're really, really sketchy about anyone, even the bottle girl, seeing what goes on back there. All right. And so she gets kicked out. Oh, <laughs> eat, slay, love. <laughs> I, I want to see that drink, movie, too. Drink, drink, slay, but, love. Okay, think of Julia Roberts yes. <laughs> as a vampire doing eat, slay, love. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That needs to be a Lifetime movie. <laughs> lifetime. Lifetime. Fire us, please. <laughs> we'll get a young Julia Roberts because, you know, we can't get yeah. her in a Lifetime. But... We get someone that wants to be her. <laughs> oh, yes. So, okay. So, she gets kicked out. Um, she starts asking around the other girls, like, hey, how do I work that area? Everyone, all the employees are really hush-hush about what goes on back there. Like, you so, need a new dental dam. <laughs> you need to unbuckle <laughs> <a little> <laughs> You need shit in the titties. Uh-huh. Okay, Thoughts so she help. decides that she is going to get her way back there. So, she throws herself into her work. By the way, apparently it's summer vacation because she doesn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's, like, completely just throwing herself into being the best bottle girl she can so she can earn her way back there. All right. Way to have goals. She is just selling bottles left and right. She is throwing, Popping like, bottles of the club. This is, like, the monologue. We got the club. Yeah. Like going. <laughs> throwing cash. Yeah. Getting groped. Getting yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what was going on. All right. Okay, so she is proving herself and I don't know if it's like a day two days but it's a really quick monologue and suddenly she's earned her keep within like the <laughs> one scene yeah she's done it so um the manager notices and she calls her into her office and tells her you know I myself started here at the club as a VIP bottle girl 
Except the only difference between me and the other girls is I saved all my money. I invested. I got stocks and bonds. And when the club owner got arrested for embezzlement, I had enough to buy this whole club. Damn! She's like, I see. And I went to night school and (laughs) my business degree. And I was a great mom, too. And I'm always there for my husband. <laughs> Everything. And my dying mother. And I had side passions of making essential oils. And, and I did photography candles. on this side. Yes. See all these pictures? I've got ten garages. <laughs> She's like, I see you. You're like me. You're not like the other bottle girls. I'm giving you a promotion. You get to work the VIP clients now. There you go. This is where she, we are reintroduced and she re-meets ex-boyfriend Richie. Okay. Because that's where he hangs out. Yep. He hangs out in the, he's their big land. Yeah. So she goes to work her first shift in the back room and she's introduced to Richie and he's like, oh, um, I remember you, you're Rachel's sister. Um, I'm so sorry. I really liked Rachel, blah, blah, blah. And then we see our private investigator, Cutie, come in like, hey, what's up, Richie? Like they're friends. Oh. Yeah. Huh. All right. Right. Nice little twist. Now, he'd only implied that he was a private investigator. I just called him P.I. Cutie because I don't know his name. Yeah. He never said he was. He never said he was. He just assumed. He's that or paparazzi, though, if he's taking pictures. Well, she said, are you paparazzi? And he's like, "Mm, not exactly. Okay. All right. So something's going on. Undercover. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) she is deep undercover. Yes. Okay. So they, she starts to try and talk to Richie and it gets interrupted by P.I. Cutie. She's really confused. Um, and she kind of just, like, leaves it be and walks away. So our douchey club manager, this is the guy, Mickey, the one who was monologuing and told her not to be a housekeeper. Yeah. So he, I get him confused with um, the P.I. cutie. Okay. Because their sure. actors look so, I mean, it oh. might have been the same guy playing two roles. <laughs> Maybe. They just put different wings on. <laughs> yes. They're so similar looking. Uh, probably are. I might have just been still drunk from last night. Or um, it's just the same guy with different oh, Yeah, I, I like it. not, not. <laughs> like putting on a mustache. I'm <laughs> yeah. a different person now. <laughs> like me and uh, Caitlin when we walked into the men's room with our finger sashes. Totally different people now. No girls in here. <laughs> <laughs> we are just two men with boots. <laughs> oh, that was good times. <laughs> okay, so um, blah, 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 blah. She meets Richie. So the douchey club manager comes up to her because she's doing so well. She gets to work VIP now, and he's like, hey, so if you really want to make some more money, way more money than you could ever make being a bottle girl, I can offer you to come work for me. She's like, oh, what does that entail? It's like an escort service is what he's doing. So he's telling her, you know, all you have to do is go to Richie's house. He throws really big house parties, and he pays really good money to have pretty girls there. Hey. And so she's like, well, what do I have to do? Oh, well, you just have to make him feel comfortable and just have a good conversation, make him feel important. <laughs> and it pays way more than you'll ever make here. So she's like, okay. <laughs> Drink all the semen in oh, the end. Oh, God, yes. So, of course, she takes him up on the offer. She's trying to figure out who this asshole ex-boyfriend is. So um, she gets to the party. And, of course, she's, like, dressed all, like, really slutty now. Oh, okay. She's made the she's full finally. transition. Yes. So, another one of the bottle girls who's there walks up and gives her a drink and says, here, here's liquid courage. You're going to need it. Like, you know. Yes. Yeah, and she's, she takes a sip. She's like, ew. And she's like, girl, come on. It's just a rum and coke. Oh, but it's not, is it? Well, <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, she takes a sip of the drink and um, Richie walks up. And he's like, hey, look, why don't we go, why don't we get out of here? She's like, get out of here? What do you mean? This is your party. This is your house. I just got here. But she's got to play along. So he's like, here. He's walking her through the hallway. She's starting to stumble. 
So um, she starts to stumble. Yes, oh, absolutely. (laughs) So she's like, Oh, what a beautiful house. He's like, Oh, my bedroom's right there. I'm not that kind of girl. (laughs) And she's really stumbling now. He's like, Oh, are you drunk? She's like, I think I had too much to drink. He takes her out of the house. They walk past that big pergola where we had seen her oh, the sister. sister commit suicide. So is there flame marks on there still? Um, No. I, I don't know how. Everything is still even there because it all burnt. But yeah, everything looks exactly enough where you can get the same. replaced in an instant, I'm sure. True. But it looks like the exact same with all the bottles and everything. Right. Okay. So he walks her past that. He walks her out to his lake. He gets her on his boat. She's really holding her head now and just like. <laughs> and she's, she's on the fucking water. <laughs> so he puts her in his little paddle boat and he paddles her out into the lake and she's just like really about to pass out. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And so finally she's like, oh, I think I'm really drunk. And um, so she says, by the way. Did you kill my sister? (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold on, hold on. I I need I need a pause. Um, she is drugged. Yes, because she only had one drink. Yes, yes. And he tells her, he's like, yeah, um, you're not drunk. I drugged you, and that's when she's like, did you kill my sister? Yeah. Yeah. So she's in the middle. uh, She's on the paddle boat with the guy she thinks killed her sister. Yes. In the middle of the lake, no one knows she's there. Yes. And she asked yes. this question. Okay. Yes. And, and all right. In her defense, she was not in the right state of mind. Okay. Yes. Thank you. She does not partake of anything because of her alcoholic mother. Yes. So you know, maybe she was she's a really big lightweight in every sense, and so she wasn't in the right state. It just came out. You know what? You're right. Thank you for putting this perspective <laughs> for me. You are 100% correct. All right. So, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm feeling really drunk. Oh, you're not drunk. I spiked your drink. Blah, blah, blah. Did you kill my sister? And then she passes out. So he's like, oh, I didn't kill your sister. He's stroking her hair. She's passed out on his lap. Um, I didn't kill your sister, but I'll tell you who I am going to kill. And no one knows you're out here and nobody can see you. And nobody, even if the people did know, they wouldn't say anything. Money buys silence. And he pushes her unconscious, passed out body over the boat and paddles away. Okay. Then we flash to our private PI cutie, and we see him rescuing her, doing chest compressions and mouth to mouth, and then oh. she wakes up in his house. In the the cutie's house or okay, in so, Richie's house? So we flash just a momentary flash of PI cutie doing chest compressions, rescuing her on the dock, mouth to mouth, and then she passes back out, and we pass out with her. Okay. And then we rejoin her when she wakes up on his couch, PI cutie. Okay. Okay. So he rescued her, brought her to his house. She wakes up. At first, she's alone. There's, like, just shit tons of papers with post-it notes all over the table. She gets up, and she sees his crime board with newspaper clippings, photographs, Damn. all the connected red strings. Oh, yes. Yes. And then she's like, my two crime novels have taught me all about oh, this. Oh, I okay, so I didn't write in my notes, but good Lord. Later, she compares everything to her true crime novels. Okay, so the PI cutie starts explaining, okay, you were drugged, rehypnol, whatever, a big dose of it, I saved you. She starts to freak out, like, what the fuck? Like, are you sure that's what, I don't trust anyone right now, like, what's going on? And then Rachel, very much alive, thank you very much, walks down the stairs and said, actually, I hired him. Damn! Yes! Twist, twist, twist! (laughs) So, it turns out that Rachel faked her own suicide to try and get the club owners because they are in some really shady shit. Okay. So, she hired our PI cutie, who's actually legit. It's good to know. Okay. So, she pulls out her missing diary pages from behind (gasps) her back. (laughs) 
No. And no. she reads them out loud to explain to her sister and to us viewers and fill in the gaps of the plot. Okay, like, so she knows her sister's been reading the rest of her diary this yeah. whole time. Yeah. She's like, I know you. you she left it. the diary on yeah. purpose. Oh. They're all the <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get so oh cheesy. Oh my gosh, the breadcrumbs. So instead of telling what happened, she just reads the pages. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay, so she tells how she got paid big money after working for the club, being a bottle girl, working her way up, whatever. She got offered that gig to get paid to party and to sleep with, with Richie, the guy who was the big client and how, while she was there, she actually fell in love with him and he said he loved her and you know, she bought it. Oh, it was so lies. And so it shows that, and she said that she was onto the fact that he was doing some shady shit, but he was a billionaire and he was hot and you know, she was into it. So she just like turned a blind eye and she kept quiet. Um, because money buys silence. It does. <laughs> so she fell in love with him. He said he loved her. Um, he stopped paying her because they were together. And she oh. was his client. Like, he was pretending that he was actually, like, you know, wanting to be with her. But yeah. he had his wife, whatever. Um, so Richie and the ex-boyfriends of Rachel and Lolo, the shady lizard glasses guy, um, they're running a human trafficking ring. They bring in girls from other countries. They start them out as working bobble girls and then move them into VIP and then eventually into being escorts. They keep them drugged up and desperate to make money. Um, they keep him living in Richie's party house. They pretty much, like, trap them there. Okay. So now <clears throat> does the female empowerment boss lady... She had no idea. She has no idea. Okay. Because they're using the club as a legit way to get these girls under their like in their whole system and organization yeah and they start them out at the club and then eventually they just quit the club and work just for these guys okay. who are hired by percy who owns the legit club as yes. far as she knows and then so they, this is their instead of money laundering yes this human is human tra- laundering <laughs> human laundering yes so the whole human trafficking thing she's wow. explaining while reading from the diary pages so one day rachel said that she actually confronted richie and he threatened to kill her if she left him and if she told anyone. Now, Larry, the guy who went face down in the pool, uh-huh. he had a good conscience, and he warned Rachel. Oh. And he's like, you know, I'm in too deep with this, too. I don't agree with what's going on, like, this human trafficking thing. Like, he's going to kill you tonight. He's planning on killing you tonight. Like, you need to do, you need to save yourself. Get out of here. Okay. So that's why the snitch got stitched. Okay. The thing is, remember when she had that scene where she was sitting in the chair burning? Yeah. Okay. So, it was really just a Barbie doll. No. <laughs> when she planned to stage her suicide, she was out there, and this Colombian girl was overdosing on the drugs that they were doing to keep them there, and she just happened to run into where she was already getting her bottle set up, and the body was there, and she switched clothes with this dead girl who overdosed in front of her and used her body to burn in the fire. Okay. So, and it shows her, like, changing clothes with the corpse and everything. Nice. Yes. That was actually a pretty good scene for Lifetime. Yeah. Good for them. That's pretty cl- pretty clever. Yeah. So, she says before she escaped from Richie's house, she stashed the cell phone that he gave her with all of the incriminating text messages from Larry confirming the human trafficking and everything. So, now they all need to get together and put their PI hats on as a team sure. and break in. Scooby gang. Oh, total <laughs> Scooby moment. They're going to break in and steal the phone with the incriminating evidence. Good for them. 
So Zoe and the PI cutie break into Rachel's old bedroom at Richie's party house, but they have to hide immediately in the closet when they hear noise coming. There's someone oh, okay. coming. Lights flip on. It's the cleaning crew. He hired someone to clean Rachel's bedroom and, like, just get all of her shit out and clean it, put it back to normal so he can get a new girl in there. Yeah, definitely. So they're hiding in the closet. They see, you know, these people in white shirts with buckets just so you know that it's a cleaning crew. <laughs> they're a legit cleaning crew. They're not Molly Maids. No. <laughs> they've got like, white shirts. Yes. And buckets. They keep them. Bucket, bucket. <laughs> they keep themselves clean. Maybe they can clean me. <laughs> no one can clean you yeah. and all your sins. My sinister ways. My sin ways. You're a bottle goer. I am a bottle goer. So they're in the closet and they're looking out and they see the cleaning lady find the phone behind the bed and then they're like, "Fuck it." We're, they're about to jump out of the closet and just get it and go. Okay. But then Richie walks in. The cleaning lady hands the phone to him. He looks through it, sees all the text, and then smashes it. No. He smashes the phone right there while they're watching with the hammer that I guess he just carries around in his pocket. Think about um, Kimmy Schmidt and <laughs> the landlord. Okay. The okay. hammers are very useful. They're yeah. keys. Yeah. They're bottle openers. Self-defense. Yeah. Well, okay. So they're like, shit, that sucks. So they all reconvene. I'm like, well, shit. This is why we have a plan B. <laughs> okay, so all through all these scenes, like, I don't even want to repeat it, but our main character is obnoxiously just saying, oh, this is like such and such book. <laughs> what? Uh, you don't know who such and such author is? Uh, it's my true crime. This is like a true crime novel. These are my guilty pleasure, but uh, you don't even know who this is. Oh, yeah. She's just like name dropping authors and then like looking down on people when they don't know who they are. Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a real true oh, crime no. novel. Okay, sorry. Yes, yes, they do. They have to go to the store and get the damn plan B. <laughs> that was really, that's really where they see the, the whole mess, thing. You see the mess CBS. If we wrote for this, this is why we will never. Like, God, we would take it in such a weird way. Yeah, we'd be like, all right, so now they're waiting. They're like plan B. But I promise, lifetime. I promise, we could keep it your way. We would. We would. We would just do side stories, and they would be webisodes. Yes. So plan B is to get help from the club owner, Percy, because she would, she's a true feminist, and she would never want to see, well, she's just a decent person who wouldn't yeah. want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I love that self-correction. You just have to be a decent person. <laughs> she wouldn't for want her to... bottle girls being human traffic. Yeah. I, anyone. Yeah. You know? like, but yeah. they've got to hope that she really isn't in on it. Oh, okay. So they're not 100%. Right. So what they need is the book, the ledger that has all the client, the client list. Yes. They, I, love, oh, I love that. That's you know a that book, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't know who writes client lists or the little black book. It is a little, it's a, like, it's a snakeskin leather book that the guy who looks like the PI cutie, but he's the manager. All right. So he keeps it like tucked in his pants and that's the book they need to get out of his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they kind of Next to it's done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they've got to get the client list and they've got to bring down this whole human trafficking thing with the client list. So Zoe goes to sneak in the back door, and she runs into that one bottle girl who roofied her drink for Richie that one time. Yes. And the girl pretends, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy you're alive. We're so worried. Oh, my gosh, there's some real shady shit going on around here. And so he's like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm here to stop it. She's like, oh, thank goodness. Come in here. Here, let me make you a martini. Oh, my God. Is she going to really fall for it again? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so uh, she brings her two martinis, and she's like, um, do you mind giving me an olive? She's like, sure. Turns around, and Zoe switches the drinks. Oh, but hey, 
what if she does a Princess Bride thing? <laughs> <laughs> She's not that smart. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Again, in our movie. Oh my gosh. We would do like this whole mini scene of like the repeating that whole. Oh my god, oh, part of bottle girls. That's just bottle. bottle girls and martini. Never trust a bottle girl. <laughs> Okay. God, that'd be the best movie ever. Oh, it might be. So she switches their martinis, which were not already switched. <laughs> and so um, the girl is sitting there, and she starts to stagger and feel her head, and then she passes out. And so Zoe, who's finally not Little Miss Prude anymore, she uh, says to her, oh, I'm sorry, was that roofy drink for me? And then she uh, <laughs> she says, but thanks for the olives, though. And she eats them, and she tosses the olive stick down at the oh my pass out girl. <laughs> I love it, though. And then it's she saunters like down into the club. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. got her groove. She does. How <laughs> Zoe got her groove Not back. back. No, not back. <laughs> she just got it. Oh, she probably got, got it. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> so now we're in the club, right? And so... There's an ex-bottle girl who used to work there that's, like, on to all the shadiness, and she shows up there. Um, I guess they got her to help. Right. So she's confronting um, Richie, who has two girls in the back room. She's like, I want to warn you girls about him and him, and the bouncers are starting to come so on to her. So she's supposed to cause the scene. Yes, the manager's coming on to her, and then she grabs a bottle of champagne as she whacks the manager in the head. <laughs> By the way, a bottle of champagne added to our weapons on Clue. Oh, good. So she whacks him in the head, and then P.I.Q.D. swoops in and grabs the ledger out of his pants. Nice. They're all in on it together, and then he notices a bouncer has spotted him, so he takes his gun out. He shoots the ceiling to cause chaos. People start running. Zoe comes running in from the kitchen. She turns on the fog machine. It gets all- <laughs> Oh, man, I love that. The fog machine. So Rachel steps out to confront Richie, who's still sitting there in the back room, just, like, not knowing what's going on. Okay. And then the look on his face when he sees, like, she's alive. You're alive. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, Fuck. Because he saw her phone with all the texts oh, about yeah. So she knows that he knows because yeah, he smashed her she phone knows, with the hammer. He knows. Yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh, and so as Zoe's coming in, uh, a cocktail waitress walks by and winks at her, and she's got a tray, and one of the coaster napkins has a yingy on it. Okay, because that's her secret code. Oh, yeah, and I forgot. So, like, when she's like, I hired this PI. You didn't pick up on my hints with the yingy? Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, I totally would have picked up that you weren't actually dead because there was a yingy <laughs> on my coaster. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So the <laughs> I love that it, you didn't know, though. I love that, like, Lifetime called themselves out on their weird yes. clues. So, uh, let's see. We've got bullets going in the ceiling. People are running. The smoke machine's on. They've got the client list. Everyone's on to them at this point. All the bouncers and everyone is trying to get them. And uh, Rachel is confronting Richie. And she punches him in the face. Nice. So as soon as she punches him in the face, the cops come swarming in and arrest everyone for human trafficking. While Zoe is re, she goes up to the DJ booth. The DJ ran when the guns were shot off. So she takes the microphone and she starts reading the diary pages. Oh, my yes. gosh. The ripped out ones, I'm yes, assuming. Yes, the ripped out ones. <laughs> Not how to get hired, but actually about yes. the trafficking. Yes, so she reads down the diary pages for everyone to hear what's going on. The bad guys are let out in handcuffs, and all the girls get rescued, and um, the owner, Percy, is so happy that she was able to help these girls. Rachel says, nice move calling the cops. And somebody's like, oh, I didn't. And then out walks. Dun, dun, dun. Not drunk for once. <laughs> Mom, she saved the day. She figured everything out that was going on. She figured out her daughter was in danger, and she called the cops. They all loose that heart. And so then they 
all sit there and laugh and they start dancing in the fog and in the strobe lights to all the music that's still playing in the club and everyone's gone the cups are gone the bad guys are gone it's zoe it's rachel it's mom it's feminist percy and they're all just dancing and laughing in the strobe lights the fog. i'm directing popcorn trafficking girls weren't actually at the club anymore. I mean, they, that's how they got them in, but then weren't they all trapped at Richie's house? Right, but they, well, it implies that they're going to get oh, rescued. Okay. Yeah, they're all rescued, the ring has been busted, they're going to be saved. Okay, cool, I like that one. Everyone ends up dancing together, and Mom came in and saved the day. Good for Mom. She put the bottle down. She did, she put the bottle she down. She put the bottle girl down. <laughs> <laughs> she just raised her some good bottle girls. Speaking of bottles, we need to try a new type of drink today. Yes, we do. While eating a new type of food. Yeah. Well, I, we're going to do it. We'll do a new activity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Choose your own adventure. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's been fun. Thanks for chatting.